Welcome to the All Hail Oakland podcast, your place for sports talk, boy bands, and straight propaganda. Here are your hosts, Athletics Rants and Robbie Wilson. Hi, everybody. This is Athletics Rants, and welcome to the All Hail Oakland podcast. This podcast will be a lot about whatever I want it to be about. We're going to talk about A's baseball. We're going to talk about Raiders football. We're going to talk about boy bands, high school musical, Disney movies, just whatever you want to hear, we will talk about it. And I know a lot of you are probably wondering how I became an A's fan, because I live in Virginia, and it's very rare that you'll see it an A's fan in Virginia, or let alone the East Coast. So I started liking the Raiders from my dad. I became an A's fan because the A's were also in Oakland. So that's pretty simple. Robbie, how did you become an A's fan? Well, first of all, Rance, thanks for having me on this podcast, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, you know, pretty much um, I became an A's fan back in like 2001. I went to my first ever baseball game. It was the A's and Diamondbacks. And, um, you know, I just fell in love with the Coliseum, as corny as that sounds. But uh, my first game was with my grandpa, my dad, my cousin, my uncle at the time. And um, I remember Jeremy Giambi hit a grand slam off Dan Plesak of the Arizona Diamondbacks. And, uh, you know, I just, I just love the Coliseum from then. And um, I love going to any type of game I can get to. You know, being an access member is great. I know you don't have that uh, ability living in Virginia. But, um, you know, going to games 24-plus a season, man, um, it's like a summer family out there. And it just makes me – miss, I miss them so much. I miss my bleacher friends so much. Like, those guys are the best. Those guys and gals are the best. And, um, you know, just being an Ace fan, it's absolutely brutal because we stink when it matters. But every single year they bring you back. And um, I can't wait to talk about them more on this podcast. Yeah, this is definitely going to be a fun podcast, so stay tuned. And that's what I love about being an A's fan. We're not the richest team, but we have passion and we have a lot of heart. And even though they let you down, they always bring you right back in, making you believe that there's, that next year is that year. And I know one day that it will come and the A's will be World Series champions. If we play 60 games, yeah, maybe we'll start off 10 and 20. Yeah, that's what. That's also one thing I'm really worried about with the shortened season. You see, the A's, they do this thing where they don't like to play baseball, competent baseball, until mid-June, June 16th to be, um, to be exact. If we only have a 60-game a season, there's no room for any of that. Like, they have to pick it up from the jump. We can't be s- slow out of the start. Like, they just have to have their A game. We can't afford this. And I'll probably hit Robbie Grossman second for the first 40 games until they realize it doesn't work. Or Tony Kemp. You know what? I trust Bob Melvin. I think he'll do a good job. But that is something that has been worrying me about the shortened season. I mean, the A's are definitely a a wait-and-see kind of team every single year. Even if, like, like this year they had very high expectations, right? Because the rotation was supposed to be really good. The lineup is coming back for the most part besides Profar, which is honestly fine. See you later. Um, But, you know... Coming into the season, we had really high expectations. So if you cut this season into 60 games, that's 100 less games that you're playing normally. I mean, the A's don't do these kind of things. You know, they don't play in the early spurts 
of the season. They never have. Throughout my whole life, they've always been pretty bad in the first two months at least. So that's what worries me for sure, like you were saying, about the 60-game season. But also, too, like this pitching staff that they're going to have is unreal. Like it's, it's the best one since the big three in the early 2000s that they've had, and that's not even a question. And it could be even better than that, too, because they have more talent. There's more depth in this rotation as well. So I hope we have baseball, but, I mean, the 60-game thing definitely does worry me a ton because, like you said, slow starts. Yeah, that's what does really bum me out about not having baseball. Like, this is the best ace team that we have seen in a generation. Like, we don't have guys in the starting rotation. We don't have, no, we don't have any Brett Andersons or Trevor Cahills. Preach. Edwin Jacksons, none of those guys. Hey, I mean, Edwin Jackson was pretty solid. He was. But that doesn't mean that we weren't ready for an upgrade and we could have this done is, better. This is true. This is definitely true. Like I sometimes I'll sit there and think, like, how did we win 97 games in 2018 with Edwin Jackson, Trevor Cahill, and Brett Anderson getting valuable starts too? That's the Oakland A's way, man. That's how we do things. Hey, who's, who's actually uh, your all-time favorite and actually current favorite Oakland A? Well, if you have been a follower of mine for – a while now you know my favorite current ace player has to be matt chapman i mean he's definitely the best defensive player in baseball might be the best third baseman in baseball yeah and he's just we'll, an- we'll dive into that probably more next week because i know one gentleman or somebody asked us to go dive into the aeronauta versus chapman debate i would do that all day oh that is definitely going to be a hot topic on the all hail oakland podcast <laughs> it's not going to be that hot for us <laughs> i mean the answer is obvious to us but we just got to teach the people we'll dive into it we'll go into a statistical breakdown of why our answer is obvious oh definitely what about all-time favorite oakland a it has to be the goat ricky henderson greatest player in franchise history greatest leadoff hitter of all time it's a good answer obviously you can't the go best. wrong what about you? What, who is your favorite current and all-time ace player? I mean, a lot of people don't like my current pick. I mean, I'm, like, I'm 25 years old. Like, I don't really have, like, favorite ball players anymore. But, like, if there's a guy that's really cool that he's in Oakland A to me, it's Steven Piscotti for sure. He's from my hometown. Like, I got to see him play in high school. And, like, he was playing shortstop for the Amador Valley Dons. He was pitching. And then I got to see him play third base at Stanford. So, like, I've seen him work his way up. And, like, his first couple at-bats – uh, when he was at the Cardinals, was really cool. And, I mean, he got traded to Oakland, uh, obviously the unfortunate circumstance of his mother. But, I mean, it was so cool to see him in an Oaklandese uniform because, like, I was a freshman. He was a senior in high school. So, like, we always looked up to him because he's, like, he was the stud of the campus. Like, that's Stephen Piscotti, like, walking by. So, it's really cool to see him in right field for the A's. I know he's had some injury problems. But when that dude's healthy, he rakes. And I appreciate the shit out of Stephen Piscotti and, like, his heart. And just his family's great too. And yeah, definitely Stephen Piscotti. But I mean, the easy choices are Olsen and Chapman too. I mean, everybody loves those guys. I've really come to like Marcus Samian. I used to hate that dude when he first came to Oakland. But I mean, he works his ass off to get better. And like, you absolutely can appreciate that. And if we don't have baseball this year, which we'll see, I mean, we're going to lose Marcus to free agency because there's just not enough money for the A's to go around to pay him. But all-time favorite A? This is a tough one, dude. I have a thing for catchers, too. Like, I appreciate the shit out of catchers. So, like, when I was in middle school, I loved Jason Kendall so much. But is he my favorite all-time A? Like, that's tough to say. Um, Dave Stewart, I didn't get to see him pitch when I was 
a young a young buck and he was winning the 89 world series but dude seeing highlights of dave stewart like that dude's a monster and um yeah it kind of i kind of vary so i would say like dave stewart i love batteries you know i would say dave stewart jason kendall people are going to be like who the fuck is probably talking about but those are my guys man i stick with them it's really cool that you actually went to the same high school as Stephen Piscotty. Actually, that brings like a whole new meaning to it. I mean, I already know that like there are mixed feelings about Stephen Piscotty within the ACE fan base, but just with everything he's been through, like you can't not like the guy. Like Exactly. I mean, like, and I get it too. Like, you know, when he was playing hurt, like he definitely wasn't, he wasn't um, a productive major leaguer and that anybody can agree with that. But when that guy's healthy, man, he can play. And that's what I appreciate him about him. Yeah. And I also do love Dave Stewart. He would also, he's probably like in my top five favorite all time A's. Like, and like he's still like very much involved with the A's today. So, like, that's what's really cool about that whole thing. Yeah. I mean, you don't see that often, especially with like former A's legends, like how Reggie Jackson is. Like, he's all Yankees now, but like, that's a whole nother story we can dive into on another day. And he was treated pretty poorly when he was here. But I mean, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. The the Yankees assigned him as an ambassador. So, uh, yeah, I'd probably do that too, you know? (laughs) So I also wanted to ask you, what is your favorite A's memory? Uh, Are we talking like in person or like just me watching a game? Just anything, really. It doesn't matter. Uh, It's definitely, I mean, I have a few good ones. 2006, when I was in sixth grade, I was in, uh, in PE. We were changing back into our like regular clothes after PE was over. And, like, I remember my PE teacher coming out and, like, announcing the score of the A's game when they were playing the Twins in the ALDS at the time. And, like, he'd be like, A's are up, blah, 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 blah. And they would start banging their lockers. It gets super loud in there. That was pretty cool. But, like, I wasn't watching the game. So, um, 2012, game 162, that's, like, a classic favorite moment. I skipped class for that one to watch that one. I actually lost, like, 40 points off my grade for that. It was totally worth it. And – Honestly, 2018, when the A's pulled in of one game of Houston, the uh, Nick Martini double that scored Loriano and the whole review thing, I was at that game, and then Matt Olson hit the walk-off homer. That game was insane. Like, probably – yeah, it's probably one of my favorite A's games of all time I've been to in person. And, um, you know, also a cool memory was just being at the wild card game last year. The start of it, like the energy around the place was just so great. And I want that again, and I want it for a sustained nine innings because the air was let out of that building like that. And I want that energy back in the Coliseum soon. My, like, since being, being on the East Coast, like, I don't get to go to many A's games at the Coliseum. I've actually only been to one. I went to the first series. I went to the series against the Yankees in 2012 when Coco Crisp hit that, like, walk-off single or whatever in the 12th or 13th inning. So that's probably up there for me. And also, I was actually going to pick game 162 as well from um, 2012 because I remember I was a sophomore in high school that year, and I remember I bolted out of school and drove home as fast as I could to catch that game. I remember it was like the second or third inning. They might have – I think they were already down a couple of runs or so at that point. And, yeah, when I just remember watching them win that game, and I was like, man, they really surprised everybody. And – they really upset the Rangers. The team had out had that had been to world um, back to back World Series. Like nobody gave that team a shot, and they just pulled it out. And that's all. That's actually like one of the big reasons why I love being an A's fan. Nobody ever expects us to do anything. We always exceed expectations. 
Like, yeah, I feel like Ace fans know their team best, and that's what's like so cool about being an Ace fan. Like, any writers, anybody can write about how the A's are probably going to only win like seventy-eight to eighty-four games, and the A's fans are kind of like, you say this every year, and every year we win ninety-five plus. You know, like that's what's so great about being an A's fan because we're always the underdog, and nobody cares about us. So it's it's always like the why not us kind of feeling, you know. Yeah, it's honestly the best. Like you, you have all these analysts and stuff overrating the Angels every year. They did it with the Mariners a lot, and they always just fall below expectations. But there are RAs just rising yeah. to the top. I'm so sick of all that like Angels hype. I'm so sick of all that stuff, man. It never works out for them. I do like their lineup, but I just don't trust their pitching at all. So never, like, literally never. But hey, other than baseball, I want to ask you a simple question: What is the best? movie trilogy of all time it has to be high school musical man what an answer unbelievable it's just a classic i mean every song in every movie is a banger the choreography in the movies are great guys if you have any discrepancies please tweet at a h o podcast on twitter and tell rants why high school musical is not the best trilogy of all time please do that have fun trying to convince me because you will not i will go down (laughs) swinging for high school musical (laughs) <laughs> like Zach Efron's in it, Ashley Tisdale, Vanessa Hutchins. Like it can't get any better than that. I mean, it's a stacked lineup for sure. I completely agree. In your opinion, what is the greatest movie trilogy of all time to you? You know, like a lot of people would be like, oh, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> but no, dude. Every time I see this movie on TV, any one of them, I watch it. It's Rush Hour. Dude, Chris Tucker, Jackie Chan, like that's a dynamic duo. Those guys are great. I watch that movie every single time. Any one of them. I can quote like almost all three of the movies. It's great. I have not seen that movie. I am not a big movie person. So there are a lot of big movies I have actually yeah, not seen. Because you're a dork. Not a dork because I watch High School Musical every two weeks, bud. Okay. <laughs> great you movie. just solidified my point. <laughs> I will die for that movie. I would, would get you buried. Really? Would, you, would you take a bullet for High School Musical? One, yes, two, dude. dude. Oh my God. A high, like all three High School Musical movie, like the DVDs of them are going to be in my casket when I go six feet under. <laughs> Promise you that. What do you want on your headstone? We're all in this together, man. Oh my God. Folks, you heard it here first. Athletics Rants wants we're all in this together, but we're not all in this together because we're not all in your casket, numbnut. You know, you get the point. What do I, what do I know? I don't know anything. You do know that high school musical is a great movie so you got to put the most iconic song on the tombstone fair okay fair enough you know everybody has their opinion may not be the best one but you know I, sure sure bud you know whatever you want to say I, I, that's freedom of speech baby hey speaking of movies um aren't we doing some reviews in this podcast as well we will be doing disney movie reviews like all those old like chummy like disney original movies that you'd see on at eight o'clock on a wednesday night <laughs> like you you know what we're talking about like the luck of the irish and the 13th year and the thousand dollar cook-off so every week we'll be watching one of those disney movies and giving our review on it and critiquing it to see like how we could have made it like a better ending because some of these endings are horrible i think we can take these movies and make them these actors will win Academy Awards once we are done critiquing them. What movie do we want to watch first? I'm thinking A Thousand Dollar Cook-Off. Dude, one of my favorites, honestly. 
those Disney originals, man, those were my childhood. Those were literally my childhood. And I cannot wait to watch all these again and realize how much I wasted my time as a child. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm waiting to see how much these movies live up to, like, they, like how much they've, like, stood the test of time. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. All right, man. Hey, anything else you want to talk about in this pilot episode that we have? No, I think we're good for now. I'm just really excited for the future of this podcast. And I can't wait to have some of you guys on here to be guests so we can talk about baseball, football, whatever you want to talk about. Yep. So, you, guys yeah. can always, you guys can always tweet at one of us. Um, our podcast, as I mentioned, the Twitter page is A-H-O podcast. And then mine is at Rob D underscore Wilson. And then Ranch will tell you it's at Athletics Rants for him. And guys, whatever you guys think is a good topic, hit us up, man. Like this is going to be like the most open forum podcast you can think of. And we're down to have some fun, man. There's like, there's going to be no structure to this thing. It's just going to be us blabbering on and on. And I apologize. I have headphones right now. I'm trying to work on getting my mic set up here. So the sound may not be the best this week, but soon it'll be crispy, buttery, clear. Yeah, you guys should be expecting a lot of great content come out here and a lot of propaganda. It is going to be a good time. And we're boy excited. Band stuff too. Oh, yes. We'll talk but, about, dude, I don't want to get into the whole Justin Timberlake beatboxing thing because we'll be here for like three hours. Oh, yeah. That's like a nightly tradition, like in Robbie <laughs> and I's PSN parties. We sit there, we listen to Justin Timberlake beatboxing and sync. We listen to when he beatboxed on Rock Your Body. Dude. I mean, it's, he's a musical genius. He can do it all. Yeah. That's, that's, that's for another time, though, because y'all got to stay tuned for these conversations that we're going to have about this. Yes, we will not give away all of our tricks today. <laughs> so come back next week. Come back. For episode two. Thank you all for listening. We really appreciate you. And yeah, talk to you later. Later, guys.